0: passionate message, the solution to a problem, a new book or product launch. This channel interviews the movers and shakers in their niche. Watch your shows on this channel and be inspired or connect with the opportunities that offer a solution to your problem. PSI TV gives content creators a TV experience, increase their visibility to a new audience and allow them to demonstrate their authority on their subject matter, to you. Beyond ads, biz brands can also have a channel presence with their content. We are the Netflix of biz brands. My guest today is Pat Backley. She has waited 69 years to publish her first book. But once she did, she just kept writing. And Pat is now the author of many books and has multiple titles in the pipeline For the upcoming years, Pat.
1: So awesome to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much, Trudy. I'm delighted to be here. Hi, everybody. This is Pat Backley from PatBackley.com, and you're watching PSI TV. Ah, wow. Okay, awesome.
0: Now, Pat,
1: it appears as if you finally found your
0: true calling. You did it a little late in life. What would you say to the 55 plus generation of which I'm a part? (laughs) who may be wondering
1: if all that is left is to grow old and die, what would you say to them? Okay well the first thing I'd say without a shadow of doubt is it's never too late. Um, This is the best career I've ever had and it happened quite unexpectedly. My husband of 26 years dumped me and then Covid hit. I was all alone very bored and unhappy, lying on my sofa, eating too much chocolate and watching rubbish on Netflix. And then I thought, Pat, after two weeks, I thought, Pat, this is ridiculous. Just get a grip. Why don't you write a book? So I did. And my first book was born. Fantastic. Now, before you became an author, what was your (laughs) friend? Well, I've had very varied careers. Um, I left school at 16. Um, I came from a family where it, there wasn't an opportunity to go on to university. So I spent 10 years in banking. Then I spent about five years working for various major charities, um, doing, helping with their fundraising and public speaking. Uh, then I ran my own businesses for a few years. I had furniture shops and a childcare centre and a construction industry assessment centre. And then I did some property developing. And now I'm an author. So.
0: There you go. There you go. So Pat, your first book, Daisy, was a novel. How different now that you have, you know, written many books, how different is the writing process for you now compared to what it took of you to deliver Daisy to the world?
1: Okay, well, I started, I... I've, I've been writing for 18 months, so not very long at all. Um, and I always thought maybe I didn't have a very good brain, you know, like I like never achieved very much academically and stuff like that. So it was a bit of a challenge to think, would anyone want to read my writing? Um, I wrote Daisy in three weeks. I sat up day and night writing it. Um, and to be perfectly honest, Trudy, it's, it's easy. I just find writing so easy. It's like somebody's taken off the top of my head and 70 years worth of words are just flying out because I sit at my computer and I just tap, 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 tap. Wonderful. The interesting thing is you said you did that in three weeks. You,
0: you've been doing this for 18 months, but Pat, there are people who take decades to write a book. <laughs> I know. I my think... first book took me years, so I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking from experience. So
1: Uh, well I'm currently writing the the I've just published two books um, and one of them is the first in a new series the ancestors series Um, and I'm so I'm now writing book two in that series I've discovered that I love writing about ordinary people I'm an ordinary person I come from historically from a very ordinary family going back many generations but their stories are never told. Ordinary people might be a footnote in history, but so this is my way of just telling their stories. They have no voice, so I'm doing it for them. Oh, and the other day I was just typing that novel and I had an idea for another book just came flashing into my head, a non-fiction book. Um, Be quite fun. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but they'll both be published later this year. Fantastic.
0: Now, you have six books out right so i would love to hear about all the books and the ones to come hmm. how about you try and choose one of those babies i don't know how you're going to do that but choose <laughs> one and give the reader an idea of what they would look forward to if they did grab that
1: book okay well my first book daisy um, it's a historical family saga it spans from 1887 to 1974 and is set in London, Alabama, uh, Alabama and Harlem and it follows the lives of three quite different families as they intertwine over the years. It touches on some tricky subjects like racism, slavery, poverty um, and and a lot of good things so and the sequel I'm writing now um oh no sorry just before Christmas I get muddled how many books I've done just before Christmas I published the sequel which continues the story up to the new millennium the year 2000.
0: So in your background we can see Daisy Yes. Uh, Yes. yes and on the other side of you too Yeah, Yeah. and then the sequel, the second
1: Daisy. Second Daisy, right? (laughs) And it looks like you've got Valentine George. Valentine George, that's one of my new ones. And 70 years worth of travel, that's one of my new ones. And then um, from there to here is my personal memoirs. And then the Warrior Women Project, that's very exciting. I did that last year with 21 other women. um, Oh, Yeah.
0: Okay, awesome. All right. So you've done all this different types of writing. What genre or writing
1: style would you say best describes your work? I would say definitely historical fiction um, and and memoirs because of course I'm a historical figure being 71 years old. <laughs> so so I, I would say historical historical fiction and and memoirs. That's, that's what I do.
0: Okay when I was looking you up I came across the phrase social history. What does that mean to you?
1: That means to me, the stories of ordinary people, um, you know, their day-to-day lives, how, how they, how they in, reacted with world events like the world wars and all that kind of thing, how it affected them. That's my interpretation. I'm sure that's not, not an academic's interpretation of so, social history, but it's mine. Well, it's yours that matters right now.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, <laughs> yours, it's yours that matters right now. So we'll just go yes. with that, how about that, right? Pat is there anything else you'd like to share another
1: book anything what would you like what else would you like to share um, i think i would just like to say this this is my very latest book i don't know if you can see it if yes, i can um, 70 years worth of travels i was at an online author conference a few months ago and i was mesmerized by this very attractive young italian travel writer who was telling his story and i I thought I could do that, I could write a travel memoir. I've done some great traveling in 70 years. So I just came off the computer and type, type, type. And again, in a few weeks did that. And that's lovely because, and I think this is very applicable to your listeners, if once we die, our stories die with us, you know, people will know little snippets of your life, but they won't know the whole thing. So I would encourage your readers to to write their memories down or record them in some way because their children and grandchildren will be so grateful.
0: Yes. And uh, since we're both in the 55 plus, although you're a little bit. A little bit <laughs> I'm rather more plus than you. are. <laughs> yes, a little bit more senior. But let's I'm going to piggyback on what you just said and encourage you know, a lot of those retirees, they're getting away from the day-to-day of, you know, structured lifestyle with jobs yeah. and all of that. Kids are grown, all of that. You're right. A lot of them do travel, but why not fill in the gaps
1: with some book writing, right? I, I think Absolutely. that's- Absolutely. I, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Two years ago, my life was in total disarray. You know, I lost everything. I lost my husband, mother, all that stuff. And I had no idea that I was- going to suddenly have this wonderful new career, this wonderful new life. Um, and if I'd continued sitting on my sofa, eating chocolate and watching Netflix, it would never have happened. And it's very easy to drift. I could easily have drifted into that, that for the next 20 years. But as it is with my new author career, I'm going to write till I die. So, perfect. Yes, and you you just seem to have so much life and energy
0: and so much to look forward to. Your next book, your next idea, oh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. So, Pat Backley, thank you so much for being my guest. And ladies and gentlemen, I will put her website in the credits for you, but you must go and check out patbackley.com. P-A-T-B-A-C-K-L-E-Y.com, patbackley.com. And you will learn a little bit more about Pat's interesting history. She could not share 71 years with us today, but also... (laughs) you get to learn a little bit more of each of her many books and the ones that are coming up. So thank you so much for being my guest today, Pat.
1: Thank you so much, Trudy, for having me. It's been such fun. I could talk to you for hours. Thank you. Hey you.